fucking now. Triple M. As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. And hello to our good friends at As Yet Nobody. Good morning, Ed. Fine establishment. What have we got for the listeners today? Animal death plots. That's what we're going to be looking dear, at. Dear, oh dear. Uh, an early contender for worst headline of the year. Oh, we're going to be stepping into Cavalier's kitchen. Mm-mm, what sounds it? delicious. Uh, finally, science <laughs> is here. Really? Science has arrived, is uh, it? No, I think it might be the future. No, the yeah, future's no, the here future's now. The future's here, thanks to science. Good on you. Well that'll, done. That'll sound fine when it goes to air. Uh, uh, what have you been sent in the email? Because I'm being urged to invest in gold mines in the Ukraine. Do sounds think, good. I think that's a good yeah, opportunity. Yeah, they're ready to go. And yes. also, thankfully, there's a brand new chat show, completely original. <laughs> Fantastic. Cal Wilson is going to be here for the uh, lunch hour. We're going to find out if Capril's going to take off as an idea. <laughs> I think Capril is the next Movember. That's the new black. Let's see the whole of Australia wearing capes. We're going to get some rain Sounds dances good. happening. It's all coming up on Get This uh, over the next two hours. Right. And we'll have some allegations about John Howard. Uh, oh. We'll just make something up. Apparently he's been down-blousing. Well, I would like to check oh. all of those allegations okay. before I accept that they are accurate. Fair enough. Well, that's you too. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation on your Triple M Network. Okay. Uh, myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier's morning. here. Oh, look. Great. Putting a lot of pressure on. <laughs> Better be a good show. Richard Marsland is pushing Woo! buttons. Is only optimistic? He can. Optimistic. How is everyone this morning? Hungry. Prepared? Mm-hmm. Ready to go? I'm slightly underprepared. Had to go to the doctor this morning. Then had to go to the chemist. And I have around the corner from my doctor the indiscreet chemist. That would be the word. What do you mean? You know, there's like 10 people waiting for their oh, prescriptions. Yeah. And he comes and he's got a really loud voice. Yeah. You know what to do with this? <laughs> You know where this goes? No. Do you know how this applicator works? Yes, you I know, do. You sure you know where you meant to stick that? Are you aware of the term shelving? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Applicator and okay? shelving. You know, the doctor's already told me a hundred times at his end what to do. <laughs> we don't need a loud explanation at the chemist. Uh, I heard an ad for uh, nasal delivery technology. Oh, isn't that good? Well, it said a thousand people a day are calling up to get help. Right. I mean, at that rate, everyone in Australia is going to have called up by the end of the year. Yeah, for a bit of Ugly Dave's stiffy spray. Yeah. I didn't realise it was such an epidemic. <laughs> we got, we've got some of that spray somewhere, haven't we? I think we do. See if we can <laughs> find some. we can get some queued up. Uh, that's important stuff. I mean, we have been told, uh, you know, we get a lot of calls saying, can you please lose references to erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation? So there you go. They're the only mentions on today's Is that show. it? It's going to be... Well, Erectile dysfunction free. And, uh, I'm off then. For the uh, rest of the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> See you tomorrow. You were banking on that word? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. That's January. Have you found that spray? I certainly have. All right, Richard, uh, let's find out if the nasal delivery technology works. Just give yourself a spray. All right. Mm. Feeling anything, anything yet? Anything yet, Rich? <laughs> oh, never failed. <laughs> Thank you, Ugly Dave. <laughs> Ugly Dave's got quite a... Uh, Series of products there, quite a range of products. He's Is got he? his ugly day of grey water. Yep. <laughs> he used to do yeah, Galligan's mattresses back in the day. Galligan's mattresses. Remember that? Yeah. Was yeah. Uh, was there any images of him kind of jumping backwards into a mattress? <laughs> I wish there was. <laughs> I used to love the uh, Sleeping Giant. No, no, the Sleep King or whatever it was. Were you the Sleep Giant? No, that the giant of the Melbourne Giant. Oh, right, the Melbourne yeah, yeah. Giant. And, and it was just a mattress that mm. was asleep, but somehow a, a sleepwalking. 
dancing around behind like former footballers telling you to buy a mattress. Right. It's amazing. That wasn't you though. No, I would have done it though. I'd still do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love some mascot work. <laughs> is uh, KFC is the character of Gus returning to the KFC campaign? Yeah, or? apparently he's uh, he's going to be making a triumphant return in Queensland. Oh, apparently yeah. they can't get enough up there. Yeah, they can't get enough of our sort of you know latent homosexual burger action. Yeah. <laughs> is there a prequel? Because there is a hell of a backstory going on there before they walk yeah. into the KFC. Yeah, we yeah. should make a prequel. The agency was pretty angry with you, though, talking about it on the show all the time. Yeah, I got so threatened. So how did you get invited back? Oh, they're just going to run it again. Yeah, they're going to run it again. Yeah, but, but we're not going to reshoot it. There's not going to be any new adventures. You can't improve perfection. Okay. And I don't know if I ever get my hair that way again. Yeah. <laughs> Hello to our Queensland listeners. Yeah, we haven't yeah, yeah. officially uh, welcomed them on board. We're not heard in Cairns, but uh, have you oh, heard about this? Uh, listen to this. Less than a month after Cairns opened its first legal brothel, the city is being mm. targeted by strip club businesses from the south and the mm-hmm. locals aren't happy. What do you mean by targeted? Oh, showgirls just bar twenty strippers at from Melbourne have just gone. There's a a shortfall there. Oh, is that right? There's a nudity shortfall <laughs> in Cairns. Nudity we can capitalise it. Uh, yeah. So what's happening? A uh, long-time Cairns resident, uh, Peter Erkbarker, <laughs> says these places they bring misery and destroy families. They aren't good for anybody. All these so-called liberal, educated people moving up here, bringing this stuff. Liberal educated people are bringing the strippers north, are they? Yeah, it's all university professors in cravats <laughs> sticking 20s in. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, but where does it end? Where what, does it end, Herbacker? What will they be trying to open up in Cairns in 15 years? <laughs> Why has he chosen 15? <laughs> um, what do you reckon? I don't know. A shop that sells water would be my guess. <laughs> Crazy. How's that? 15 years. Mm. Well, oh, here we go. Here's a water thing for you. Yeah. Early front runner, worst headline of the year. Mm. French to profit from our drought. H2 ooh la la. Doesn't even work. It says H2 ooh la la. I had to add the ooh uh, for them. Uh. Two French flags, just in case you didn't get it. <laughs> did our idea yesterday work? Because I did it. I got out there at five o'clock, mm. stood on the back step, mm. and uh, then I. Um, you know, announced that we we're going to have a barbecue. Maybe I was going to put the washing out yeah. and possibly have a game of football, which didn't ring very true, but I thought, you know... <laughs> Laughter from all, all around the neighbourhood. <laughs> I'm a game of football. And did it bring any rain? Of course not. Oh. Did it? Oh, well. Thank you, Mr Howard. I understand... Uh, John Howard's doing a new film, is he? I hear he's... Uh... Has shed his glasses and clothes for his latest role. <laughs> what? Oh, is that true? Pure humbug. No, Sorry. Is go. this program underway now, is it? I think Liberty's. so. All right, let's get it started. We'll be back in a sec. That'll be uh, Snow Patrol here at Triple M with Chasing Cars. Touch with our feelings. That's what it is. Rich, is that Wuss Rock? I mean, by your definition, probably. I mean, it's that whole quiet verse, loud chorus thing. And, chorus. And, and and but that's I mean that could be anyone that could be Nirvana as well. No, but no. that's not definitely Man, not what's wrong. I'm talking about. You know, I saw Nirvana's looks making a comeback uh. at the big day out. There was quite a few lads in mm. the uh, the sort of grandpa pants and the cardigan. Mm. Did they have a go away though? Mm. Oh, is there any sign of the haircut 100 look coming back? <laughs> <laughs> the chunky jumper with braces over the top. I'd love that. <laughs> That's got to come back. But Rich, when did Wuss Rock start? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what you classify. I mean, we could go back. <laughs> Isn't to- that from that Doctor Show? Is that what that's from? What? Nikki, is that from Grey's Anatomy? It is, it uh, is, yeah. Yeah, be right. Celia, who likes us, you're not a big fan of Grey's Anatomy. Reintroduce Cecilia on our phone. Cecilia, could you pop in here for a sec? Come on in. Oh, she looks happy. 
joining the Get This Team in 07. Really happy. Come on in. Here's a chair just what? for you. Well, no rush to see you. Take your time. No, no, it's not on air. No, no, it's, we'll Don't worry about it. We'll tidy it up later for broadcast. <laughs> uh, Are you a fan of that show? I could be, yes. Uh, what's uh, the go with it? Definitely. What's so good about that main bloke? Isn't that Patrick Dempsey? Yeah. The best thing about him is Can't Buy Me Love and that African dance he did back in 1985. Yes. He was in Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. He was lover boy. He was. He was. Yeah. yeah. Sort of... Um, he did that thing. Horny pizza delivery guy, yeah, yeah. wasn't he? Mm. Had her over a barrel because yeah. he was paying for the new suit. And he's come back. But he's Dr. McDreamy and I don't even is know what works. Dr. McDreamy? <laughs> 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 he is now. Is he, is he from a burger joint? Does he come with so. Oreo cookie no, bits in him? No. What? What is? Why is he called that? There's no pasta delivery with him. I don't oh. know. I, I, that's just the cute name they came up with him, all the girls. Uh, it's very, you know, first year But if year Patrick uni. Dempsey can come back, you know, surely, you know, <laughs> Andrew McCarthy can't be far behind <laughs> sexing it up. What's that? The, uh, Michael Patrick, what's his name? No, you know... Um, <laughs> Michael Patrick, what's his name? Doogie Howser? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, the guy on um, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wonderful actor. Oh. Anthony Michael Hall. That's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't you Anthony Michael Hall last year? <laughs> for a while. Yeah, for a while. He's due for a comeback. He's more... He's more dreamy than yeah. old. He's not coming back as a brain surgeon. He's not dreamy anymore. He no. went. He, remember, he suddenly in Edward Scissorhands, he turned into Gary Busey overnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? You don't want that. <laughs> the Gary Busey effect is when you wake up and you realise that your teeth are the only part of you still growing, <laughs> and everything else has stayed the same. No dice. No dice. All right. What were we going to be talking about in this uh, segment? I don't. I don't remember. What are you auditioning for, Cecilia? Aren't oh, yeah. you, are you trying to get your head on the box? Because yeah. the thing about this show is everyone has to be involved in a television program in a marginal capacity. Yeah, exactly. Ed's up the back on Thank God You're In here. a moustache, not drawing attention to myself. No. I was, you know, in the background on Real Stories in yeah. one bit. You're and, on the back, uh, and you're in the background on, in Boytown? I am, and of course Richard Marsden on Rove quite regularly. Hang on, yeah. I've just got a, one quick question for you, Tone. Yeah. You're, the character named Kenny Larkin. Yeah. Now, where did you get that from? That was the name that uh, Russell Crowe... Uh, called his character in Neighbours. Right. Yeah. Because when I was on the plane coming home, yes. a number of, of, of like really nice Qantas people came up to me and said, are you Ed? I said, yes. They said, you work with Tony? I said, yes. They said, we had Russell Crowe through last week. Yeah. And they told him that you'd been using Kenny Larkin as a no, name. No, really? Yep. yep. Was that uproar? He's not happy. Bolt all the phones to the wall. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. But he's really happy anyway. Ah, uh, well. Uh, so is, is that right? Yep. Everyone, they listen to the podcast on the uh, on the on the LA to uh, to back to Australia route. So hello to all our friends at Qantas. Have a bag of nuts for me. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> because I've slightly worked with Russell Crowe. Because really? he played Shirtly. Uh, Shirtly. Shirtly. Oh, yeah. Shirtly. Yeah. <laughs> he played Shirty, the slightly aggressive beer on The Late Show. Yeah, he did. And you can see the clip. The clip of that. Go on, explain how to get to it. Well, I can't. It takes too long. No, go on. Because Russell Crowe said you can only put it on the Late Show DVD come if on, it's impossible on. to find. It's hours of shuttling just, just say it. through, well, I think it's like number 155 in the stills gallery or something, and then you, there's a secret icon appears, and you click on that, and that takes you to something else, and you have to fill out some form, <laughs> and then you can maybe play the clip. But someone, I think, has put it onto YouTube. It is. Brilliant. It's on YouTube. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Sorry, I, but I, I interrupted you. What did you audition for? Oh, it's actually for a show that the lovely Richard Marsden was on, on Channel 31. On Channel oh, 31? Yeah, I don't, does it count? this, bring it into community television. <laughs> yes. You're right, what is the show called? Uh, Barnaby Flowers. Yeah. yeah. That's where you play the prof. That's right. It's up a, the back it's reading a book. Like a parody of a talk show, it's quite mm -hmm. wild. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's insane, what it's great fun. What was your character you auditioned for? 
uh, there was a couple. There was like a host one and mm-hmm. then, you know, general cast member. Any luck? I don't know. I don't know yet. It could be a real, you know, dead end. Mm. <laughs> wow. For me, I mean. <laughs> it's such a short step from, mm. you know, the prof on community <laughs> television <laughs> to... Dr. Dreamboat oh. on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, or Richard McDreamy. Time yeah. will tell. Dreamy. Yeah. yeah. Dreamy land. Can't wait for that. Time will tell. be great in a, in a smock with the little <laughs> the, the ear thing. Stethoscope. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. Scalpel. Mm. We mm. take our music seriously here at Triple We take M. our wuss rock seriously. No, no, no. Oh. We Don't take our music. bag. That Grey's Anatomy song. Sorry. As you know, in tears. just that show. I mean, every time, you, oh. every time you go anywhere near, like a girl watching that mm. show, they're just kind tears. of you're transfixed with mm. the worst possible storylines. <laughs> we take our music seriously. Mm-hmm. Let's prove it now here at Triple M. I think that's enough tub thumping for one morning here. Get this. Around the nation. Number one, but never had any other big hits, did they? Mm. Were they another bowling for soup? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a political band from the US, from the UK. Really? Yeah, mm. and they did a Band-Aid parody in like mm. the early 80s called Pictures of Starving Children Sell Records. Mm. That was the name of the song. Mm. Yeah. See, if Richard Marsden <laughs> had been poached by the shebang, we would never have known that. <laughs> better for it. Um, okay, while we're talking about sounds of the past, mm. let's have a bit of nostalgia. This. I don't know. It's something that was popular in the 90s, apparently. <laughs> All around the country. Really heard these days. Mm. Crank it right up, Richard. People love this. Enjoying this. How do you like that, Brisbane? <laughs> don't worry, there's not much of it down here either. Isn't that fantastic? Love it. Good old days. Maybe uh, the idea you were what talking about. Um- what are the umbrella salesmen? Oh, the poor umbrella salesman. What are the novelty umbrella salesmen? There used to be where you could walk down the street and someone would be carrying a hilarious one that was like a frog's head, (laughs) Mm. eyes popping out the top. (laughs) What of that? (laughs) He's moved on. Has he? He has. Sorry. Your idea yesterday, rain dancing, I think that's a good one. Yep. Maybe we've got to uh, have some kind of competition here on the post. Now you're talking to my language. The official get this rain dance. Oh, come on. So how would this hang work? On a second. No, hang on. So what they're going to do, right? In your house, workplace, mm. uh, community hall, mm. uh, you get in there with some friends yep. or by yourself if you don't have any. Sure. A tripod. Understood. Uh, then you 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 record yourself doing a rain dance. Mm. Do we set? The theme song? Do we make? Do we have one theme song that, that everyone has to dance to? I don't know about that. So it's your own choice. Because do know, we ban them from using tub thumping? Yeah, anything but the tub thumping <laughs> song, <laughs> and no wuss rock. And right? can we put like clips up on our website, Nikki? Yeah. Really? This is good. How modern of us? Okay, okay. Kel right. Modern. Uh, now, what? What's the prize? Needs to be a good prize. Yeah. Just a bucket of water mm. chucked well, over the head? Yeah, rain would be good. No, no, no. We'll how about send them some water. <laughs> no, no, something good. Yeah. How about how about how about like a like a, a pack? <laughs> okay, it's sounding bad no, already. No, 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 no. How about how about a, ba- a basket full of all of the products that we've made up on the show? Oh, like the ugly Dave Grey water? Yep. Roman Stamos effluent. <laughs> okay. This is clearly in need Maybe of a Gale meeting. Gale Force water? Gale and Force water. Gale and Force. Gale and Horse water. <laughs> Okay. Mars Flow? <laughs> Marsland yeah. Flow, thank you. Yeah, so we've come up with some pretty poor water Galen products. Horse Water. Okay, I think there needs to be a meeting about the this price This is pack. the meeting. And then we should announce it properly. When we've actually... I'm out of here as soon as we're off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. I'd like to see 
some good dancing on our website. Done. And if it could help, you know, arouse the gods mm-hmm. to maybe let them down, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Maybe turn the taps on. Now we're getting somewhere. That could be a go. But don't worry, because the US government, as we know, are leading the charge against global warming. Full mm-hmm. of good ideas. What, what would be the best way for them to do that? Uh, less emissions. Less carbon emissions, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I reckon. That's leftist communist talk right there. <laughs> Am I a commie? You are now. Am I one of those watermelons, green on the outside but very pink in the middle? That is such an insane idea to, you know, cut the carbon emission. Okay. Why not giant mirrors in space? <laughs> That's the latest idea. The US government wants the world's scientists to mm-hmm. develop technology to block sunlight. Good idea. As a last-ditch way to halt global warming. It says research into techniques such as giant mirrors in yep. space yep. or reflective dust. Pumped into the atmosphere would be, quote, important insurance against rising emissions. There's a scientist called, uh, going by the name of M. Burns from a town called Springfield who tried something (laughs) like this. They should hook it up to that internet mirror we were talking about yesterday. And so we can ask other planets how exactly we look. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, you know, does, so we can see what Neptune looks like around the back. <laughs> you like that, Neptune? Does New Zealand look fat in this? A bit more up the sides. <laughs> oh, and hang on. I can see Pluto stealing some Chiquitos. <laughs> hey, hey. Just as well we put that mirror up there. Yeah, tell you what. Is that a, I mean, a giant mirror. I mean, how big would it have to be? I mean, how big are we huge. talking? It's got to be huge. At least, yeah. Huge. I mean, we're talking like... You know, the size of uh, of Melbourne, one of your major capital cities. So how does it... Okay, it's up there. I uh, mean, how do you get it up there? You fling it, discus style. A huge... <laughs> catapult. A huge catapult. If it's a if it's a dust, if it's a, like, you know, an, like a reflective dust, let's say it's yeah. that, you get the dudes up there, the astronauts, with the kind of leaf blower, but how do you just contr- spraying dust everywhere. How do you control the dust? Because obviously, okay, it's there. Control ref- dust. Tony, this is space, man. But at some this point... This orbit, holding, <laughs> just holding the dust in place. But we want the sun back at some point, don't we? Just blow it or just get rid of the dust. So, okay, get the, rid of the dust. The, the dust confuses me. We've got a giant mirror. Yeah. We've got it up there. Let's assume we can get it up there. Yeah. Now we've positioned it yeah. between the sun and Earth, yep. reflecting the heat and light yeah. back at the sun. Yeah. What, forever? Yep. We've just had it with the sun, have we? No, until we've had some rain. <laughs> and then what? Bring it down. Happens again. Just fling, fling it back up. Just maybe take a pot shot at it. There we go. With a slug gun. <laughs> it's done its job. But if you break it, it's seven light years of bad luck. Oh! <laughs> you know? <laughs> the head of the science department, Richard Marsland, is here. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Is that a good idea? It's a worth, giant it's mirror. It's worth trying. It's worth space. trying. Look, Tone, we've come up with rain dancing the tub thumping. Yeah. These guys have got a giant mirror. Yeah. Who do you think is going to get the prize? Rain dancing to anything but tub <laughs> thumping. We need a meeting on this one. And by the way, we're running late here at Get This. Get This. It's the lowest point in the history of this country, I think. No one's safe. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. And just letting the ad breaks finish in all states. Welcome back to Get This. <laughs> Tone, um, is you may be right still on? I've been away for a while. You may be right? Yeah. By Billy Joel? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, the TV show? Yeah. Oh, no, no, we take our music much too seriously. So, uh, Todd McKenney's crossover piece from, you know, Dancing Genius to Variety Hour Impresario. Was it ever on? Oh, was it on? It's still not, not on anymore? No? Oh, it's a shame. Why is that? Just thought it was a good idea. (laughs) Well, Dancing with the Stars is back, and we've had a lot of people call up and point out that Fifi Box, of course, did some rain dancing. Yeah. Nude rain dancing. Oh, with Bridget Declines. I don't think it worked. Didn't work. 
But she's going on Dancing with the Stars. For yeah, I know. This year. Have they ever asked you, Tone? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. If they do an Unco edition, I'll be there. Have they asked you? Of course they haven't. See, why don't you get asked for stuff like that? It's the word stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. But, you, but you've, you've done heaps of stuff. Yeah, but sort of on a nerdish kind of, elf, you know, not on the mainstream. I mean, thank God you're here. Yeah. I must admit, more people have mentioned that in like the last three yeah. months than anything I've ever done combined. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I'm ready for Dancing with the Stars. And, of course, um, I think Naomi Robson is on Dancing ah, with yeah. the Stars this year. He's got the loudest and foulest oh, mouth on one. Australian radio. That? That's not right. That's not right. Have that's we just unacceptable. Had our first, uh, Technical error. Yeah. yeah, that was my fault. Here in the non-haunted studio. Wow. But Naomi Robson is on Dancing with the Stars. Further proof <laughs> of how political correctness is being taken to ridiculous extremes. <laughs> you reckon the joke's disappearing in the yeah. vision mirror about 45 seconds ago? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we have some music there? or have you got another one? I'm Tone? thrown by your suggestion that I should go on Dancing with the Stars. But I you just, have to do all this training. Yeah, I just think that you should be in line for all that stuff. If you could just show up on the night and spaz out, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite style, yeah. I would do it. Uh, what, really? Yeah. But I reckon you should be up for all that stuff. The footy show, Dancing with the Stars, like Jamie's, you know, yeah. hunk hour. I'm on the uh, short list for Can We Help with Peter Rosethorn. Really? Yeah, I've not proved myself helpful enough at this uh, point. Okay. Uh, all right, let's have some music. Oh, what have you? Twenty got to one. That's true. You're on twenty to one. Mm. I was, but that was uh, that was basically a bit of payback for Bert coming in here. Mm. Yeah. Didn't have any of your comments, did they? They didn't use me. Had to of get them. to Brett Lee's jokes. Mm. All right, uh, <laughs> let's have some music. We're going we're, today. It's uh, you know synthesizer, sort of soaring harmonies, and a political message. Rich, and can you run towards the microphone when you yeah. do it? And maybe soon would be good. Two, three, four. Ah, yes, that's Eskimo Joe, New York. And, of course, we've got Mr. New York, Ed Cavalier, with us. Yeah, what's up? Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. I'll tell you what's up. The new theme for Talkback Mountain. you mighty mad Dow on the pots and pans. He's the best. It sure is. He's like Jive Bunny and Mixmaster Mike all rolled into one. He'll love that. Uh, we're going to play What Have You Been Sent. Jeez, that was good. On the email. Because mm. look what I got in my email yesterday. What did you get, mate? How can you resist an offer where the opening headline is Real Making Gold? <laughs> I'd like some real making gold. Sure, what, do they, what do they want? It's West Excelsior Enterprises. Enterprises. Excelsior and Enterprises. When the company spells both words in its <laughs> name wrong... <laughs> you know you're on the something. Maybe it's not a savvy investment. A hallmark of quality. They claim 200% gains are expected in the next five trading sessions. Grab some today. Major news is expected. Our last pick showed you grow of 1,200% <laughs> in 14 day. <sighs> Excelsior Enterprises is showing signs of making a huge leap in the coming days. It appear that a major announcement would catapult, P-O-L-T, the company's SIM 3M's bill to over $2 per share. This undervalued stook, 
that's the word stock with three O's, is currently trading at approximately 0.55. And we predict, that's the people at Excelsior Enterprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the stook headed? It's headed for 130, apparently, whatever that means. We are recommending a buy and hold on this one. Call your stock broker now to get some information. Did you saw it grow on November? Time has come to another one. Did you end up investing? Oh, I've put everything into this. <laughs> Absolutely. Because when you're thinking solid investments... You are so savvy on the Stuke market. You're thinking gold and you're thinking the Ukraine. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where the good stuff comes from. Although we never were able to find the Ukraine on a map. I'm not sure that it exists. As you said, invented by the internet. It's a fake internet country. Ah, uh, well, all my investment with them grew to 150 in a matter of doys. It's uh, real making gold. <laughs> I got an uh, email on my MySpace trying to get more friends than Toto. I'm up to 471. Oh, you have got a fantastic mm. picture on your website. Who did that? One of the listeners, yeah, uh, who's a, who's a wonderful person whose name I've forgotten, <laughs> uh, but I will get it's 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 Nick Kershaw looking in the mirror, circa you know 1980s zero, yeah, uh, and it's me in the background during the table tennis tournoi, and they've sort of fantastic. Dropped it in so yeah. it looks like you're recoiling in horror from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- from Nick's hairstyle. It's quite amazing. Visit uh, your website. Uh, yeah, the, my MySpace, either mm. way. Now, Andrew writes in. Hello, Andrew. Thanks for the ad, mate. No problem. Uh, you are a funny bastard. Probably not as much as Tony, okay? But huh. still pretty funny. Huh. I listen to you guys all the time on Triple M. Great. By the way, is there any possibility you could score me a hosting position? Question mark. I'm a butting journalist. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could be working for West Excelsior Enterprises in no time. I think I'd be perfect. <laughs> well, we do have a position for a butting journalist. He makes no mention of Mr. Marsler. Nope. No. I don't have a MySpace account, though. Why not? Not yet. I don't know. It seems... I don't know. Do you know the thrill of getting a new friend, someone you've never met? Yeah, but can I... You know, if my car breaks down on the side of the road, yeah. can I call one of the 4,500 friends I have on MySpace? You'd can have I... to post a comment and wait for them to reply. Are they real friends? Of course they are. They're not going to help you with your car, but they'll send you a video of them dancing in their bedroom in your underpants. <laughs> That's pretty close. <laughs> Hopefully not in your underpants. Yeah, I was going to say... Um, Thinking maybe they will. Yeah. What have you been sent? Uh, I've just been sent that typical uh, Nigerian one. You know the one uh, about the yeah, Nigerian. Yeah, yeah. Is it the royal family? The royal family often. Someone's in a car crash. Yep. And you can get some of their money. Yep. Or you've got to help them get money. But I know there was a news story last year where someone actually made money off that Nigerian no, they scam. Didn't. They no, they didn't. did. Yeah. Did you hear about where um, he? Someone wrote back and said, "Well, listen, I can give you some money." Yeah. It was probably the people at West Excelsior Enterprises <laughs> with their real making gold. <laughs> I can give you some money but I need $70 to open my account because it's locked away for years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway the Nigerian uh, family <laughs> ended up sending 70, 70 bucks. bucks and he kept it. So I ended up scamming <laughs> the Nigerian He's good. quote unquote family. <laughs> Alright, this is what we're talking about. What have you been Give sent? us a call 133353 that's you right. know what? It's like, it's like I don't count, Rich. If I ever try and give the lead up to the let's play a song, it's time. If I go, hey, give us a call, one triple three five three, you just stare at me like I'm a second class citizen. But if Tony so much as mentions one triple three five three, I'm on tender. Banks, songs going off all sorts. <laughs> That's not true. The song doesn't come in every time I say one triple three five three. Hey, stop that. <laughs> or is this more of your wuss rock? No, this is good stuff. <laughs> Uh, to be the Hoodoo Gurus come any time here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. We're up a certain new sound and mountain. This is wonderful. And we're looking for, you know, dodgy stuff that you get emailed. By the way, uh, would make you like medical emergency, call quickly hospital O Triple and see assistance occur. Sorry, that's... (laughs) 
That's an emergency medical announcement by the people at West Excelsior Enterprises. <laughs> hey, Tone, we've done it. Who's? Well, we've only got uh, one caller. We've made it too confusing. We've made it too confusing yeah. on Thursday of the first week. I love week. when we do that. Even Rich said off air. I actually, I actually struggled as well because I normally <laughs> just delete them. What have you been emailing? Sally, you brave soul, how are you? Hello, how are you? Really good. Thank you for being the only person that either A, got what we were talking about, or B, is still listening. Uh, how, no, it's how, very dodgy what I have to tell you. Very, go very on. dodgy. What happened? Well, my um, my fiancé applied, was looking for work, and he, was, and he went on that my career thing. Oh, yes. And um, found this job as doing... Um, I don't know, selling like Italian leather through from Italy, selling this Italian leather. Okay. Anyway, he was applying for lots of jobs, so he just applied for this job. And um, they emailed him back and they said, look, we really like your resume, blah, blah, blah. We'd really like you to come on board into the, the, the company. And they said, so what we're going to do is we're going to deposit some money into your account and all your job is that you need to do is this money was coming from Italy, is to then deposit into another Italian company. And so he said, oh, this is a bit weird, but it was a few emails and it was going on over a few weeks. The next minute he gets a text message from this Italian leather company saying we've deposited $5,000 into your account and the text message had the details of the company, of the name of the person yeah. to deposit $4,000 into this other Italian guy's account. And that was the whole job. So he's a money launderer. <laughs> it's a money launderer. So anyway, he heaps it in his account for a few days mm. and he's tripping out a little bit thinking, well, is this right? What should I do? Yeah. And so then and then the, the company kept on text messaging saying, when are you going to deposit this mm. money into the other Italian guy? Mm. And so then he rang Crime Stoppers and said, look, this happened. Mm. And within an hour, Crime Stoppers took the whole $5,000 out of his account and we never, ever heard from the Italian leather people again. Oh, no, you're kidding. Was the name Mockbill used at any point? Did that happen? What? But what? I don't understand what was in it for him. I don't get it either. Like, what was his cut? Yeah. No, he got a... So he was putting... $5,000 went into his account. So he keeps and he a had thousand. He keeps a thousand to then put four thousand oh, dollars into another thing by the count. There's no Viagra or gold jewellery included no, in the deal. It was just really weird, and it was on my career, and it was just wow. strange. And so since then, he's never ever had any more text messages from this company saying no. we're putting up. But I was like, what are we ringing Christ office for? I want to keep the five thousand. <laughs> Do you know what I've always learned? I've always, I've always learned that keeping money uh, that's that's owned by you know probably gangsters is a really good idea. Yeah, you know what? They just forget about it. They don't even care. It keeps it off the street. That's yeah, dirty exactly money, right? And they don't care. They've okay. got heaps of money. They're not going to come after you. Well, this was probably about. Uh, maybe October. So we haven't heard anything from the entire gangsters. In the clear. All right. Thank you, Sally. Obviously, if you've got money laundering, uh, Sally's boyfriend's yes, the Sally. go. Oh, Sally's the go. <laughs> <laughs> money launderers call in. Oh, we've got someone. Hi, oh. Lou. How you going? Yeah, really good, man. What did, what did they send you? Well, um, I never realised I was this lucky, but I keep winning South African Tatsuano <laughs> tickets. Oh, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know, but I've worked it out. I think I'm worth about $37 billion now. Is that right? Uh, $37 billion rand. Now, yeah, have you, uh, yeah. you've never entered? 
No, I never entered anything, but I keep getting urgent urgent letters to Luke, you know. You yeah. won $25 million in the Nigerian Tatsoto syndicate. What you really need to do is send all of your personal banking information to them, yeah. and then all you'll right. probably get the money then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. right. You are well, a lucky man, that, Luke. You are a very lucky man, but it's funny oh, that you're only, right. you're only lucky in countries you've never been to. Exactly, uh, that's right. And yeah. somehow I'm always related to some foreign governor's daughter or whatever, and <laughs> no, they die in some car accident. Now I'm in, inheriting all their money. Jeez. It's amazing oh, yeah. how many people have that scenario happen to them. There's a lot of South African lottery winners in my street as well. I can't work this out. Uh, uh, finally, Sean, how are you? Oh, thanks. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> tell me, uh, what happened to you? Well, uh, my great uncle in Belgium has passed away, and I'm the only uh, one in the family left. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. Were you aware that you had Belgian relatives? Well. You know, I had a nickname, but now I know so I'm pretty happy. And what do you stand to gain from this? Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm sure. <laughs> well done, sir. Wow, there's so much cash to be made. <laughs> yeah, it's all offshore. Opening emails at random. Yeah, all you got to do is wait for some relatives you didn't know to die. <laughs> they're inevitably, they're going to be really wealthy. Yeah. Inevitably, you're going to be the only one left. And Let the cash roll in. You're a lottery winner and erectile dysfunction is a thing of the past. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to everyone. Uh, thanks to those who understood what we were on about. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> it does happen occasionally. No, Cal no. Wilson's in the next hour. Yeah, yeah. Good. She'll be talking some sense, but I've got up. something to show her as well, which Have I'm you? very happy about. Right. All right, we'll get Feline to Feline that. related. That'll be after the news. Get this. The Prime Minister can't ignore this problem any longer. We know that the population is increasingly frustrated. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. It's the big second hour of Get This. Cal Wilson's here. Hello. Really good to see you, Cal. Thanks. Exciting Big news apparently coming up. Yes. We won't say what it is. We'll just sizzle it up. Good sizzle. Yeah. I'm not sure how we can sizzle it up without giving it away. Tana, I don't know what to do in this. <laughs> we meant to be, is it meant to be the intro like in the first half? Yeah, it's sort of getting us used to that lunchtime vibe that we're... And was, was I supposed to speak at that point? Yeah, or was I supposed no, to be silent well. and mysterious no, and no, sizzling myself? No, he did well. Rich is the moody one. He's not saying much in this bit. <laughs> He's been so unfriendly since I came <laughs> in. I can't believe it. <laughs> hey, there's going to be snacks in this hour. We're entering Cavalier's Kitchen. Oh. Yes, it's going to be delicious. I've got something to show Cal Wilson. Oh, right and here. I've got some ideas for some shows for Ed Cavalier to do with his name. Oh, let's get on with this program. It's all coming up on Get This. It's Green Day with Holiday for Lunch here at Get This Around the Nation. Myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier's here. Richard Marsland on the buttons just gave us what I think is uh, his fact of the day. What was it, Richard? Uh, Paul Schaefer from the Dave Letterman and the mm-hmm. CBS Orchestra which fame. I, which I've yeah. been to, yeah. Uh, yeah, on the Dave Letterman show. Paul Schaefer wrote the song for the Weather's, Weather Girls, It's Raining Men. Yes! How's that? Cal Wilson's there. Keep that applause going. Oh, hang on. Hang on a second. But did he then retract it when Jerry Halliwell did a version? <laughs> he should have. Take his name off He it? probably didn't even know it was the same song. He wrote It's Raining Men. Mm. Yeah. Paul Schaefer. Just before we went to where I said, oh, say that as your fact of the day. And Richard's gone, well, that won't make me sound like a dick, will it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going, it's a bit late to be worrying about that, Richard. Don't ever listen to some of the old tapes. You were sticking the Australian flag up your ass yeah, on Tuesday, yeah. if you remember. That's true. My mum called me straight after that sketch what went to air. What did say? And it's her birthday today. Happy birthday to mum. Oh, we might be replaying birthday. that if we get time. She asked me how many stars it went up there. 
Right. Was it five stars deep? <laughs> that was the question. Five now. stars deep. I yeah. think uh, Richard's mum should be in for a segment <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I like the cut of her jib. Let's get the cow's gear. What if? Uh, now, can you... I have a fact of the day? A fact of, of the day. Can, it's, a, it's not as good as Richard Marsland's no, fact. Let's but it's, hear it. It's from page 35 of That's Life. Hey. <laughs> Did you know cats are the only mammals that are not able to taste the sweetness of sugar? Right? Yeah. Doesn't stop them diving in, though. No. What do they taste? I don't know. They just go, hmm, this chocolate tastes brown, I suppose. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, Cal. Hello. Look at this. Hey, look at that. Oh, it's a yeah. photo from out of the paper. Oh, yeah. Of a cat oh. on a leash. Cats on a leash. It's a cat on a leash, and Labrador puppies are licking their lips. <laughs> licking their chops in Tears anticipation. Oh. I saw this cow in action. Did you? Were you there? In New York, no, not this particular cat walking, but in New York City, you can't walk down the street without ca- tripping over cats on leashes. How, right. how, did, how did they do that? They must be heavily sedated. If they yeah. wouldn't walk straight, you'd be walking up <laughs> no. on a fence in no time. <laughs> How's that going to work? Cats are cats are very obedient. They'll stop to sniff stuff and just keep walking. Tonkinese and Burmese, if you get them young enough and you get a harness oh my God. and tabbies, you can walk them around. And are they, are they really New York They're like, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah, yeah like, they'll scratch your eyes for looking yeah. at them. Yeah. See, if, you, if I put my cat on a leash, I'd just end up with an angry oven glove. Like, you'd just be up my arm in about five seconds. <laughs> what else have you got um, there? Well, I've got another cat-related question. Good, This yes. is from um, page 18 of Take 5. Wow. Uh, take five. Now, I don't know whether this person should necessarily be a pet owner, but uh, she's asking Dr. Susie this What's question. Her name? her name is Meg from Salisbury. Hey, Meg. Hiya. SA, which is South Australia, not South Africa, as I believed all my life um, before I came here. So uh, Meg is asking mm. Q. Mm. I, th- I think that means question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a 12-week-old kitten, and he often has brown stuff coming out of his nose and eyes. He also vomits and has diarrhoea. Yep. What does this mean? Okay. Is he ill? No, he's not ill. Uh, he's just uh, covered in chocolate that he can't <laughs> taste. <laughs> must, must, must be something like that. Yeah. Do, wow. Are they making up letters to That's Life? Uh, do you think? Oh, no, that's, sorry, that's from Take 5. Take 5. I don't know, but this yeah. uh, uh, asked the doctor with Dr. Caroline in uh, That's Life, page 35 also. What a, what a page of joy. Mm. Uh, what do I do if I'm stung? What do I do if we're stung by jellyfish when we visit Queensland? And the answer? Vinegar, which I always thought was a joke. No, that's for real, is it? Really? I thought I thought they disproved vinegar. Uh, look, the papers are full of information like that. Because this morning, you know, we're being encouraged Can to... Just uh, hang on one sec, Tone. Vinegar. You, one of our Queensland listeners, yeah. go and grab a... You know, go and harass a jellyfish. Mm. Cop a sting in the leg. Chuck some vinegar on it. Give us a call. Tell us how it goes. <laughs> by the end of the hour, if you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're against the clock if here. If not tomorrow, it'd be fine. Yeah, or perhaps a close relative who can still talk. Either way. Yeah. Cal, are you getting into the shower with a bath and transferring the grey water out into the I garden? I am, I am. People are doing this, but of course the drought is also pushing snakes oh, into the city. Into the living snakes room. are moving Damn. into Tuscan-style apartments in <laughs> inner-city areas at massive exorbitant snakes rents. Snakes on a tram. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. And so... You know, advantage the environment, disadvantage your ass. <laughs> Snakes no. chomping onto people no. left, right, and centre. Suddenly, suddenly finding you loofering with the King Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but look at this: the Age in Melbourne today has a fantastic box of mm. tips if you're bitten by a snake. Okay. okay, here it is: what to do if you see a snake. Here's the answer: Tuscan. Leave it alone. There you go. <laughs> 
it's handy to know. Write there that down. Uh, we haven't got to Cal's fantastic bombshell announcement. Oh, we oh, will. Yes. She's making it exclusively on our program. That's right. And that's going to be next on Get This. That'd be Chris Isaac here at Get This. It's the lunch hour. Cal Wilson is with us. I'm just looking for a couple of uh, quick big stories we haven't covered. Uh, Peter Foster offers guilty plea, as promised, while leaping from dock in underpants. (laughs) Camilla's $1 million necklace wows American admirers but fails to distract from face. Um, (laughs) What bombshell news do you have for us, Cal Wilson? It's offensive and unnecessary. And I think probably best moved that on was from. Wonderful. I loved it. No, it's appalling. Oh. I wouldn't stand for that. Oh, it got me in the heart. Um, right. Uh, apparently, according to Girlfriend Magazine, February the twelfth. That's still going. Apparently, well, I bought it. I bought it. I hope it's not old. I've just okay, bought yeah. deleted stock. Uh, February the twelfth is National Compliments Day, and just to make sure that we all have compliments to give out, it's given you a page of compliments that you cut out. So I thought that during the show today, I would just randomly give you some early. So oh, I'd yes, like to say please. to you, I'd like to say to you. Tony Martin, yeah. you're one of a kind lady. <laughs> so true. Uh, so true. Ed, yes. you get checked out all the time. What? Uh, Richard Marsland, if I were a boy, I'd totally date you. Yes. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Here we go. I'd totally date you. I'd totally. You are the nicest person ever. Oh, ever? That's nice. Hey, uh, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but where's this bombshell announcement? Oh, your hair is shiny and fabulous, Tony Martin. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> you're just distributing compliments, not startling us with facts. You equals better than the Easter Bunny. Um, <laughs> I equal? Do I have to say equals? Yeah, I think so. Well, what's that? Or, or That's you, an equal sign. You are. What about you are better than the Easter Bunny? Or is it you two fingers like that in a gang oh, sign? No, you you west better side than better than, than the, yeah, Easter Bunny. Yeah, I think uh, that's what it is. I, uh, <laughs> You're more fun than MySpace. What? How can I be? Uh, These are very handy compliments. Now, uh, I heard about someone when I was in Brisbane. Josh uh, Lawson and I went up to Brisbane to do a short film. Yes. And uh, we've got some good stories there, but, uh, ooh, forgot what I was going to say. Oh, is that something about jellyfish or? No. You're sweeter than a first kiss. He went in so confidently. Yeah, I'm buying him time. And then he forgot what to say. One of the guys who was shooting the short film, his best friend found out that the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus weren't real at 14. Wow. Was that while he was... No, no, I was going to say something so bad he, then. He said to his mum, uh, his, his mum said, all right, the, the Christ, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. Mm. He goes, what? He's 14 years old, long pause, but the Easter Bunny, that's real, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Fourteen. that's not real either. And then did, she go, then did she go, you're adopted, and he goes, no, no, back to the Easter Bunny thing. What about a tooth fairy? I mean, yeah. come on. Carl Stefanovic, is he? <laughs> no, that's real. a real He's person. He's up for a Logie. Is he just? He's up for a silver Logie. A silver like a shiny robot skin. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't heard... <laughs> I haven't heard any bombshell announcements. Oh, right, okay, what there we go. What are you sh- sitting on? Speaking of shiny silver things, um, I got engaged. Oh! Accidentally or yeah. on purpose? <laughs> I was drunk. Um, uh, no, on purpose. But the thing that I'm finding is, um, like, it's lovely. I, lo- I mm. really enjoy being engaged and I love my fiancé. He's great. Well but done. Th- that's exactly what people say. Mm. Like, oh, well done. Someone picked you. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like I've achieved, yes. I've achieved this thing. Yeah. Like it's taken three years of hard study, but I've done it. You're more stylish than Kate Moss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I just picked out a girlfriend. Yeah, you make me say, LOL. Oh. Yeah. She'll be known as Cocaine Cal if you say that. <laughs> Don't say things like that. Uh, well, when's this happening then? That's the other thing. Oh, say. we don't know yet because mm. every time anyone goes, when's the wedding, we both go into comas. So oh, <laughs> yes. we both kind of go, oh, 
That's right, because you have to, because the bloke will have to get used to saying my wife, which takes years, because yeah. you constantly really? feel like you're about to go into an ugly Dave Gray routine every time you have to introduce <laughs> her to somebody. <laughs> my wife! Well, after, after he proposed to me, um, I, we were in the car, and I was making him practice sentences with the words my fiancé in them, oh, just so okay. that he would be comfortable oh, with it. Fiancé. <sighs> What if, what I, get you? All, I get all tied around the chest area when I hear the words fiancé and wife and stuff. Why is that it? I don't know. Just, and to to ah, me, the word fiancé is kind ah, of a funny word. It's like a showing off word. So yeah. I always feel like I should say it in like the, this is my fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> like, like well, <laughs> if you could say it that way from now on okay, on the program, sure, we'll be happy. happy. But hey, you're going to need, if this wedding's going ahead, mm. you'll need uh, catering and food. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And here is the man to help you. Next up, we're stepping <gasps> into Cavalier's Get this. Someone's got to take responsibility for it. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Triple M. Well, I know it's finished everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's get this around the nation. Cal Wilson is here. My world is brighter because you're in it. She's distributing compliments right. from a magazine mm. at random. You can over-compliment, I think. I'd like to apologise for uh, not referring to Peter Foster by his full title, Australian con man Peter Foster. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they just say that routinely now. Yeah. Is that what he's got on the passport? Yeah. Con oh, yeah. man? Occupation. <laughs> Leaper. Okay. Uh, we need some more con men, mm. uh, but we need food suggestions, oh. ideas for new recipes and snacks. That's what you need in the lunch hour. So to do that, let's enter Cavalier's Kitchen. <gasps> this is the theme. Okay. Van Halen? <laughs> we need leg warmers to listen to this. But it's it, not even a pun. But it sounds like the theme to an 80s TV show. It does. Like Cool House. You can imagine <laughs> the helicopter yeah. shot across And we're all yeah, laughing Nob into Hill. each other's eyes. The helicopter shot across okay. the Nob Hill that was Cool House. So it's Cavalier's Kitchen with Kirk Cameron and... <laughs> Cameos from Anthony Michael Hall and Judd Nelson, is it? What have you? Why are we doing this? Yesterday, uh, I was sitting there minding my own business on YouTube mm-hmm. after the show had finished, doing some research. Sure. Mm. Uh, and Marzen walks in, like, you know, mm. Lord Muck, holding a couple of his Farmers Union's iced coffees <laughs> and proudly munching on a hot dog from the service station. Yeah. No sauce, no mustard. Just it by itself. In a bun or just... In a, in in a, a bun. bun. Oh, right. in a bun. And he was yeah. so proud of himself. And I've ne- literally I, never seen anyone eat one before in my life. <laughs> they, taste, they taste pretty good, but I know I know what you're saying. It's a self-serve aspect in a service station. That's off-putting. But, Rich, of all the things in the service station, <laughs> yes. what makes you gravitate towards the, the, the hot dog? Well, I saw all the sandwiches sitting there, and, I, well, you know, I need my dietary intake of <laughs> bovine of lips and genitalia yeah. <laughs> for the day. <laughs> uh, bun <laughs> levels were low. Um, you know. I'm, I'm sure they're fine sandwiches. But do you? I just don't want sandwiches prepared by people who handle petrol. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's not the go. I just don't think it's the they go. They just get soggy, don't they? they just so get I soggy. Thought, and flammable. <laughs> I did it for the Expensive. show, though. It looked more interesting. I knew you'd crack up at you it. You did, did. And you? so I thought I'm just going to walk in there with a service station hot dog and see what he says. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, so it was for my benefit. Yeah, so you bullet. ate the whole thing for my benefit. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Rich. Okay. <laughs> so what do we want from the listeners, though? <laughs> what do you eat yeah. that other? What, what do you like, eat that other people think is gross? Yeah. What if you invented a delicious food? When mm. I was in uh, America, I got a addicted to goat curry, Puerto Rican style. Because oh. you go to the Puerto Rican diners and they, you've got the menu, but each each day has a different menu. Yeah. And you're like, I'd like Saturday's goat curry, please. And he says, mm. no, 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 no. And they bring you a taste of it before you order it. That's great. And they can taste anything you want. It's like an ice cream shop. Right. Can, so you, I, can I, you bring your own animal? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they'll kill a ferret for you and have it ready in 15. 
Don't think they won't kill a ferret. They'll scoop out an armadillo. You know, they'll <laughs> shells. They'll scoop out an armadillo. You say. So you can go. I'll have I'll have a ferret kill Patrick. Thanks, and they'll be yeah. able to do that. Well, they'll be like, this is Wednesday. <laughs> so we're on Tuesday's menu. We want original recipes. Original recipes, or at least things you think you thought of yourself. Yeah. I always think that I invented potato chip sandwiches. You know, with oh, the Smiths oh, corrugated well. grits. For years, I thought no one else would ever have thought of that. Yeah. See, oh. now this, that's exactly what we're looking mm. for. When I was a kid, and I used to eat special K and ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. Ice cream in the microwave with caramel sauce. Delicious. But it's been done, has it? Right. Yeah. See, I just used to eat Vaseline. I probably... <laughs> Not on a sandwich? <laughs> no. Not on a sandwich? No, I just used to eat Vaseline. <laughs> How much would you get through? Just a couple of scoots. You've always had such... Before, before mum went, um, that'll come out in your pants. And I went, oh, that's really quite gross and stopped. You've always had such shiny teeth and I now have. I know why. <laughs> we want to hear... Okay. Oh, you're Richard Mars. And what are you chomping on today? Well, Obviously the hot dog's impressive. Yeah, the service mm. station hot dogs. But I always have a thing of um, a jelly, a red jelly with bananas in it, ice cream and chocolate topping. It's quite confusing. There's a lot of taste going on. What you call that? Marzlin surprise? <laughs> surprise is whether you can hold it down. Well, we want to hear your original tasty recipes. Right. And how we judge if it's good by how many uh, sort of icicles of drool yeah, are yeah, hanging yeah, off yeah. Ed Cavalier's face. We'll have the Cal Wilson Vaseline scale. Yeah. Uh, zero being not delicious. Vaseline being delicious, yep. and in between being not so much. I'm not sure it, if uh, if we've got time to get my Labrador in here because that'll be a good <laughs> test. Yeah. See, the tragic thing about Richard Marsland's surprise is that his cat wouldn't be able to enjoy it with him because it wouldn't <laughs> so taste true. any of the sugar. It's so right. true. <laughs> we want to hear about your original recipe. Um, just and while this is happening, also just imagine Rich alone in his apartment, <laughs> right, with yeah. the, a table made of just uh, you know a few old clash posters that he's mm. stuck to a cork board uh, and some milk crates to make up a dinner table. No lights, yeah. a single candle, and him and a cat, both in, in, in tuxedos with little bow ties on. And has just it got those little cuffs detached? Yeah, that's what the I mean. Yeah, like stripper cuffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Stripper cuffs, just eating dinner by themselves. I prefer to be dressed as Pagliacci, if you will. Done. Yeah, All right, okay. done. It's a lot to imagine during one song. <laughs> <laughs> but give it a go. Get started. And call us with your tasty <laughs> snacks. One triple three five three. That's those vapors turning Japanese here at Get This Still. Did Are, they have any other hits, Rich? Oh, not another bowling for soup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I tell you, he's got a lot of hits on mm. his MySpace page, Ed Cavalier. Mm. Let's step into his kitchen. Needs words. How many friends on your page, Cal Wilson? 1,890. 1,890. Wow. How many have you met? Four. Oh, right. <laughs> so jealous. Do they look anything like the picture? <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> I made three of them up. <laughs> don't forget to in- invest in Ukrainian gold while you're on the internet. But we don't have time for that now. Tasty snacks. That's what we want ideas for. Hi, Vince. Hello. Uh, what are you What are you eating, bro? Um, uh, I eat uh, ice cream. Or well, mm. we used to when we were younger. Me and my brothers would eat ice cream, but we'd um, we'd mush it up. Mm. So we just stir it until it looked like cream, and then we'd put um, salt and vinegar chips oh. in there. Oh, <laughs> wow. My, my dog could live on that for a year. <laughs> Look, it, do, it doesn't sound nice, but when you put... We even sometimes put the chocolate topping in there. Mm. So when you mix that all together and you mush it all up, it was... Uh, well, we thought we invented it, but actually my fiancé's cousins used to do similar things too, so right. it was uh, hey, Vince, a bit out there. But. Did you try any other flavours of chips and it didn't work? Uh, actually, we tried Twisties once, the yeah. chicken-flavoured Twisties, yeah. but it didn't It didn't taste as nice, so we put them in a sandwich and that tasted a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, that's just ridiculous. You've always got to keep experimenting, oh, I find. Thank you, Vince. Hello, Mark. 
G'day, how you going? Really good, mate. What are you eating? Yeah, um, well, this is actually a pretty cheap one as well. You can get your, get about two bucks worth of chips from the fish and chip shop. Yeah. And uh, throw them in the oven along with a bit of nacho topping and and a bit of sliced cheese and all that as well. Oh, and oh are you saying that you, did you live off this? Yeah, well, um, me and a uh, mate were backpacking through Europe for about six months. Yeah. And for about two Aussie dollars each, that fed us for pretty much the whole six months. That's great. Well, it's excellent for lowering cholesterol, too, that. Oh, that's it. I, I live to tell the tale. <laughs> Mark, at what point did you get sick of it? At what point did you just go, I can't eat this ever again? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shock sound. What? <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just finished lunch then, actually. But, uh, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> you know, Ed doesn't look that impressed. No, that's thanks. Thank you, Mark. Hi, Robert. Maybe Robert's got something. What have you eaten, mate? Uh, a friend of mine uh, and me made chocolate-covered prawn crackers. <laughs> Whoa, what was that like? <laughs> How do they go down? Oh, they go down really well. It's perfect combination of sweet and salty. Uh, so you're, you're not a pregnant woman, are you? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Good luck with that. Uh, hey, um, so how would you cover them in chocolate? Um, you just melt the chocolate in the saucepan <laughs> and you just sort of dip them in, you know, half and half. Like a fondue. Exactly. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> okay, we've hit delicious. Hi, <laughs> class. Oh, no, no, the delicious for Robert, me spewing. Uh, hello, Andrew, how are you? How are you? Yeah, really good. What have, what have you been eating, mister? Uh, what I've been eating is really warm or hot soup, preferably pumpkin. Yes. And with that, you dip in there frozen bread, buttered frozen bread. Oh, that is oh. very good. But that's that, almost oh. conventional. <laughs> that, 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 that's come out of pure laziness. Yeah. Uh, I was once looking for some bread. I was once looking for some bread in the cupboard. There was none. I went to the frozen, to the freezer, got out the frozen bread and said, bag it, I'm going to butter it. Yes. And dipped it straight in. And I said, this is going to take off. It's going to take off. <laughs> what you should do is just put the bread in the soup, in freezer soup, and then slice it up. And just eat it frozen. <laughs> A slice of soup. <laughs> On toast, the other way around. Very good, Andrew. <laughs> uh, I might just okay. pop out for a slice of soup. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Lastly, JT, how are you? Yeah, good day, Ed. How you going? Really good, sir. What have you been eating? Um, well, this is sort of like a Christmas tradition thing. At the end of Christmas Christmas night, I eat a toasted cheese, bacon and twisty sandwich. <laughs> oh, too much going on in one sandwich, I would have thought. And, uh, and, and how did you come across this, JT? <laughs> Sorry? How did you come across this? What made you do it? Um, too many Jim Bean cans on Christmas Day. And I decided <laughs> I'd uh, make, just make up a real weird concoction and it tasted pretty good. Oh, there you go, JT. I, I always love a meal that requires several cans of Jim Beam to make it taste good. <laughs> <laughs> always, always you're a good side. When you go to a restaurant and they hand you six you know, Jim Beam cans as, a, as an entree, you know it's going to be all right. So many good ideas. Thank you. There. Look, there have been so many. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah, I think we are. So yeah. if people are struggling for an idea for lunch today, obviously yeah. a toasted cheese, bacon and twisty sandwich <laughs> with a chocolate-coloured prawn cracker and uh, chase down with a slice of soup might be just the go. Perhaps a cup of frozen peas, Martin. Uh, I love a cup of frozen peas. So do I. So See, do I. You're boiling the water to cook the peas and you've got the cup and then you just start eating the frozen peas. And I've usually eaten the whole cup before. I, I'd never ate That's a cooked odd. pea until I was about 20. I just, I just have a cup yeah. of frozen peas as my vegetable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what, where do we go from here, Toad? Uh, well, we've had food. Yeah. Uh, let's get round the other end of the human body. Yeah. And join Richard Marsland there. <laughs>
Gee, it doesn't sound very appealing. No. It sounds very unappealing. <laughs> no. But there could be a few cheap laughs. Yeah, good. <laughs> That'll be next I'll Get This. Get This. All This comes in the same week. Today Tonight launched its Fly the Flag campaign. Brought to you by As Yet Nobody. Here they are again now. Triple M. Let's get this around the nation. I apologise if I'm talking over an ad at this point in some states. But we can get one of those slick things, those... Oh, that's so 90s. I know. That's so very 90s, Richard Mars. What and was Cal that? Wilson was that a here. flying car noise? What was, what was it? It's like a little bit of white noise. To <laughs> just to it's cover the join, yeah. Uh, the Jetsons is more like this. <laughs> Could you get that? Could you just record that and have that? Sorry, we're turning into the Michael Winslow show. <laughs> Carol Wilson is here, and uh, what were you saying about Ed's name? Well, I was listening to you guys the other day, um, and Ed was saying he finds it hard to have anything made out of his name because yeah. Cavalier's a bit unusual. And I thought, um, what about the Laughing Cavalier? Oh, yes. See the Laughing Cavalier. And what it would be, oh, yeah. it would be Ed. It would be a reality show. Ed would be dressed as a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Now we're getting somewhere. And he'd just compete in dog shows. And then... Uh, I reckon I'd be good at that one uh, where I have to catch a ball in my mouth, right, <laughs> and then run through the, uh, you know, the, the very close together pegs. The like the, slalom. The, the, yeah, slalom. Yeah, the slalom. I just, yeah. I'd get a treat at the end, wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. you definitely would. And then I thought you could form a band with the other dogs and you could call it, this is Spaniel Tap. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm on fire. I can't believe it. Um, and then I thought also you could have Send in the Cavalry. What's that? Like send in the cavalry. Yeah. That'd be good. See, and so what would it be? It would be just be Ed fixing problems that would normally be solved by large groups of men on horseback. Like what? I, I have no idea. Like droving and stuff? Or can you stop the cavalry? Do you remember that song in the 80s? Oh. It was Jonah Louie. Jonah Louie. Oh, can yeah. you stop the cavalry? Yes. What's, ca what's cavalry? It was oh, about, it was about being at war. Can I, can I, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you just have to find various ways of stopping Ed doing something that he wants to do. <laughs> I don't know, with like a large butterfly net or something like that. that. Oh, that'd be... A, well, a brick might have. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, you see, Ed thought it was hilarious that every time there's an article about me in the paper, the headline is always, <laughs> My Favourite <laughs> Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that was hilarious till he got the headline... Cavalier yeah. approach. Yeah, and there didn't understand go. it till you explained it to me. The, the whole Spaniel Cavalier one? Thing. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Great. Thanks, Cal. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to wind up today's show with a special request from Richard Marsland's mum. Oh, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's been on the line. That'll be next. I'll get this. Thank you, Jet. Winding up another edition of Get This. Almost. Cal Wilson is here. Did you go to that big day out, Cal? No. Oh. You didn't see the footage on the news of what happened? No. We're I'm, sorry, I'm sorry I'm not being very good feed here. Am I? <laughs> oh, you are, you are. Oh, yeah, was, that no, was great. No. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't hilarious. It was what disturbing. Uh, well, this show was involved in an incident. Mm -hmm. uh, Richard Marsland's mum has requested we play this again. Mm -hmm. uh, here's how it unfolded on the 7.30 report. Well, controversy at this year's Big Day Out with a man representing Triple M's Madcap Get This program now heard at the new time of 11 till 1, two big hours we take our music seriously, one Richard Marsland leaping on stage, ceremonially folding an Australian flag and inserting it into his own bottom. Uh, sir, do you find this sort of thing acceptable? No, I don't. I think what they are doing is using uh, this event to make their own political gesture against the Australian flag. Right, but could this act be construed as a form of tribute to the flag? No, I don't believe so. But surely... This is blatant disrespect to our most important and visible national symbol. Right. The excuse offered by the organisers is pure humbug. Y yes, and the rather patronising comment 
made by one of the organisers that they could pull the flag out after the concert was over hmm. and display it on the way home because by then it would be Australia Day. Yes, well... That shows that the organisers had their own politically correct agenda on right, this. Right, And they've been sprung, mm. and I suspect that the great majority of your viewers are as annoyed at this disrespect to our flag as I am. Yes, but do you think inserting an Australian flag into your own bottom could be seen as an act of extreme patriotism? Well, that is a matter for individuals. Is it something you'd ever do yourself? Uh, well, well I, I'm, I'm doing it now. Right. Uh, Mr Marslin says he'd be prepared to remove the flag, but uh, he's having a bit of trouble. I'm sure that he wants to do the right thing. He's just got to use a bit more muscle. Of course. Uh, look, I'm sorry, this interview's deteriorating into... Pure humbug. Mr Howard, we've got to cross back to the studio. That means you've got just 20 seconds to sneak in one more reference to political correctness. Uh, what do you think Mr Marslin's rectal gesture has achieved? I think what it's done is to remind these rather foolish people mm. with their agenda yes. that there's an enormous amount of affection out there for the Australian flag. Yes, but... And Australians want the right to fly it yeah, yeah. whenever they want to mm -hmm. without interference from politically correct organisers of entertainment events. Well done. Mr Howard, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. We won't be editing this one much. Pure humbug. And time to get out of here. Carol, thanks for uh, sitting in with us on the lunch air. Thanks for having so me. Much. You must have something to plug. Oh, yeah. Adelaide, surely yeah, you're a doing team. Adelaide, doing um, um, Up There Cables in Adelaide, but also doing the Cage um, Fiery thing -o next week. Oh, that's happening cage in Melbourne. Cage on stage. Yes, yes. Cage on stage, right. doing the right thing for our firefighters. Mm. And, uh, I love you... the firemen. Oh, they get around. Oh, muscular, slightly dirty. I oh, love it. Oh, yeah. They keep working when unconscious, many of them. Yeah. <laughs> Forging on. Amazing. Men who run into danger. Amazing. What was our key phrase today? I'm tempted to say Mr. Marsland's rectal gesture, but <laughs> I don't do. think it was. I think it was uh, the headline of that uh, email I received yesterday. Real making gold send cash Ukraine authentic. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Ryan Shelton. And it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. <laughs>